0: Okay, when I say property manager, what do you think of? Like, what does that term mean to you? This quick take episode from the Real Estate Law Podcast is about property management. We are speaking with an expert who is a certified property manager and property management consultant, Shira Ali. Uh, Shira talked an awful lot about what the value is and the role is of a property manager. Do they serve the guests, the tenants? Do they serve the property owners? Who are, who are they serving? What are they actually doing? Is their job to come with a wrench and fix a toilet? Is their job to communicate? Is their job to make sure the property is safe and secure and not flooded? What exactly does a property manager do? You know, one way that she really defined it very very succinctly, which you'll hear in this, is that uh, a property manager's job is to add value to the property. And and that makes a lot of sense, right? If somebody is paying attention to your property, uh, whether it's you and you're self managing, or whether you have a property manager, in theory, your property should be safe. It should be, um, you know, it should be secure from all the elements outside. When there's floods that are happening, or tornadoes, or hurricanes, it should be safe from break-ins. Uh, it should be able to have problems fixed and solved relatively quickly. If you have tenants in there, um, you know, so property management is quite a skill. And I think landlords get a really bad reputation if they are just bad at landlording, bad at managing their properties. There's good property managers out there, there's bad property managers out there, um, you know, and everything in between. So give a listen to this quick take to learn a little bit more about specifically what is a property manager? What does that person do? If it's something that you're interested in doing yourself, or if you're out there vetting and hiring people, what are the questions you should ask? The full episode, the link to that full episode is in the show notes for this quick take. So give it a listen.
1: I hate to ask this question because on its face, it seems really overly simplistic and kind of embarrassing, but I think it's a source of a lot of miscommunication and um, bad expectations. Um, can you tell us what is a property manager? Um, and you just kind of start with there, what is a property manager and what do they do?
2: I would start, this is how I would say, I would define a property manager. A property manager is there to, to add value to an asset right? They are, and they do that in many ways. So, and it depends on the the type of asset, but they're doing it, they're doing, um, they're making sure that Tenants are happy. So tenant relations. Um, They're making sure that repairs and maintenance are not just not that they're just repairing things when they're broken, but they're doing preventative work to make sure that those things are not happening. You know, they're they're staying in touch. They have their pulse on what's going on in the area around the asset that they're managing to make sure that, you know, they're just looking out for things, things that don't seem right, right? You sometimes you have to report those things. I've managed assets where the field next door you know, you don't, it's overgrown. There's trash and, you know, you have to take the steps to get those things remedied. So you're really adding value to that asset. And when people think of property managers, oftentimes they think of, oh, they know the like multifamily, not multifamily, single family, right? People who are managing someone's home and, and that's a part of it, but it's so much greater. Think about think about any place that you visit, right? Any mall, the post office, the DMV, the, I mean, um, different government facilities, all of these places, they have property managers. Someone is managing those assets. Your favorite, um, I love, I live in um, Northern Virginia. We have like, a, um, a you know, it's like one of the town center areas. Someone mm-hmm. has to manage that, right? And all of these events that they put on, people are managing those things. So it's so much greater than what people think. And we're not just fixing, fixing toilets and, you know, just this, you know, listening to complaining residents, we're really adding value with the leasing team, collaborating with them, right. To make sure that we have the right tenant mix and we're doing the right screening. It's more complex than a lot of people think that it is.
1: Yeah, it certainly isn't. That's my experience. And I think a lot of the kind of sometimes the dissatisfaction um, that people have as you know landlords who are hiring a property manager is that they don't have the the same expectations or they don't have necessarily the same communication I know you're a library of information on how to manage the relationship um, with tenants but I actually first wanted to ask you about how you manage your uh, relationship as a property manager with the landlords, whether they are a mom and pop landlord or a um, larger um, entity, how do you manage your relationship? Um, the relationship between the property manager um, and the landlord.
2: So that's such a good question because I think that is a lot of time. Many times that's where the fallout is because they we don't know what the other wants, right? So then things kind of fall through. So. For what I did was I always, there was always an open line of communication. I became, when we onboarded and I was part in my former position, I was part of the process where we went through the acquiring new management. So I went to those meetings and pitch meetings and all of that, right? So really understanding what their need is, what their expectations are, what their goals are. Right, so they're going to tell you a lot of what they need. So if you're a property manager out there, you want to ask those questions. You want to get to know them. You want to get to know what's important to them. You want to get to know. There's some ownership groups that they're very sensitive to landscaping. They're very Mm -hmm. sensitive to different things, various things on the property. You want to get to know those things, right? So that you can make sure that they're up to speed. You want to find out what they're, how they like to communicate right? And then um, how often? What's that cadence? What does that look like? And so that you can bring them that information. Some, they don't want to hear anything from you unless there's a problem. Some, like a weekly update. Um, they're just very, like, more hands-on. So you'll get to know that. And when you're, hopefully, if you're, you're a part of those meetings, you you flush all of that information out. You're getting all those questions in so that you know and you can have a successful relationship going forward i think the key here is just in the beginning just over communicate Mm -hmm. they'll tell you if it's not right or if they don't want to know that just over communicate give them all of the information especially because that relationship is so new and you really just want to have you know make sure that they're comfortable this is these are huge these are really expensive assets, right? So you want to make sure that they have that level of comfort. And as things settle, and as that you, you know, you move forward, I think um, you'll get that comfort level. And then, you know, things will kind of settle out.
1: You know, I've had that experience um, as well, working with either three family buildings or um, even the commercial space where our office is located where we have a property manager that earns the trust of everybody it's through good communication good proactive communication it's not about perfection of managing the property on a day-to-day basis it's just making sure that everybody even a commercial tenant feels heard. So I do like um, how you say that there. And also you anticipated where I wanted to go next. And that's kind of starting that relationship off on the right foot. When you are advising property management companies, how do you advise them on selecting their clients too? Because sometimes making sure that a property manager's clients are a good fit for them too, for their success.
2: Okay. Can I just go back and touch on one thing before I get to this question? Absolutely. You know the, the communication piece, and I just wanted to um, piggyback on that. Many times, the reason for that breakdown is sometimes there's like a fear. This this thing went wrong, and they don't want to tell them. They're afraid to tell them. Um, and I think if you're on this side as the the ownership group, you know, make sure that you you also lend that um, that openness and that willingness to that you, you just want to know, you know, you understand things happen and just really have that um, um, present that so that the property manager, the property management group feels free to communicate that. I think that's one of the big breakdowns there when it comes to, um, you know, because things happen, like you said, you mentioned things happen. So I just wanted to add that as far as selecting your clients. I really think the important piece there is to have a good understanding of the type of assets that you want to manage. Everything is not for everyone. Every management company is not good at everything. So if you are in the, you manage A-class assets, that's what you're known for. You may take on some B and C, but that's not what you're known for. If you are retail, that's what your specialty is. Really understanding what your specialty and where you play best, that's gonna be key in that. So that, and that's gonna really self-select. Right. You're going to say, okay, these are the clients. This is who I want to market to. And this is who I know I can serve best because you don't want to take on clients that, you know, you cannot serve well. Then they're not happy. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're miserable because you're doing something all day that you don't really feel good about. So I think that is is most helpful.
0: All right, there's another quick take with the Real Estate Law Podcast for the full episode. Go to YouTube or Spotify or iTunes or wherever you heard or listened to that quick take. We also have all of our episodes posted at realestatelawpodcast.com. So on behalf of Rory Gill, I'm Jason Muth, one of your hosts, and we thank you for listening.